0: Good evening, it is I, The Corpus Christi Joker, and this is my official review for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie, and it is rated R. It is 161 minutes long. It is a comedy and a drama, and I would also say fantasy. Um, basically, it follows a an actor and a stunt double, uh, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and a stunt double played by Brad Pitt. Uh and they're just trying to make it in 1969 Hollywood. Um, One thing I will say right off the bat is how he achieved this look for this movie is just unmatched and unbelievable. Really, really is what makes it work, for me at least. Setting the time and the era and the look and everything about it was just absolutely amazing. Uh, I do want to jump right in and I do want to say right off the top of the, uh, of this review is this is a spoiler one. There's no way to talk about this movie without being a spoiler. So this is a spoiler 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 review. I will put it in the title, but this definitely is a spoiler review. I'm going to talk about some things that happen in the movie and I will be talking about them uh yes, as I go through. So this is totally a spoiler review. Um. Wow, you know, I just barely got out of the movie. I barely just got home, and it is just an absolute joy. I what I will say on it as well is this is definitely a love letter to Hollywood of old, and and really like just this era. I mean, he what Quentin Tarantino achieved here with this movie is um, he was able to define. I guess like the era and also what our imagination thinks Hollywood is and show it in a way to where it matches what we've all imagined it to be Um, fantastical, beautiful, amazing, minus any of the horror that we know to be reality. Um, This really plays, and that's why I said also fantasy, the fantasy of what we all want Hollywood to be and what we wish it was without knowing any of the actual reality of what happens in the world and in Hollywood. This movie is a complete, complete love letter to that and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt just do such a fantastic job. I, I am the first to admit I am not the biggest Leonardo DiCaprio fan, um, it's been very far in between of things that I've liked that he's done. But this to me by far is his best performance that I've seen. Because I forgot for a moment that this was Leonardo DiCaprio. He really did become Rick Dalton. And I felt Rick Dalton's pain. I actually related a lot to Rick Dalton. More than I wish I had related to Cliff Booth played by Brad Pitt. Rick Dalton was a was an interesting character that I really, really related to. And I just think uh, Leonardo Knocked it out of the park. It's just some of the best acting that I've ever seen. As well as directing and cinematography and story. It's one of the craziest stories also I've ever seen. Taken from screenplay to actual reality. I've never seen anything like it. Um, Brad Pitt once again proves that from Fight Club to this movie. That he is just too cool for school. He is the coolest person. He plays it off so well. Him as Cliff Booth, the stuntman. Oh, my God, it's just fantastic. (laughs) You know, who's cooler than Bruce Lee? You know what I mean? And in the movie here, there's a really fantastic scene where he's a stuntman on a set, and uh, Cliff Booth is sitting there, and Bruce Lee is kind of lecturing everybody. And it comes to a point where he says that he could beat Sonny Liston in a fight, and Brad Pitt's character, Cliff Booth, kind of, like, laughs, and Bruce Lee says... Why are you laughing? And Cliff says, I'm, "No, no, no, I'm no reason." And he says, "No." Bruce Lee says, "I'm not saying anything funny, but yet here you are, and you laugh. So what are you laughing at?" And Brad Pitt responds with, "That you, you, you stand there and you mock, and you couldn't even like make a stain on, uh, Sonny Liston, or anyone's like, trunks. You know, you're not, you're not that good. Basically, he said you got a big mouth. Well." They end up kind of getting into a fight. And Bruce Lee, you know, is considered, again, in the fantastical world of Hollywood. He is the best fighter of all time. And uh, here, uh, when he throws a kick at Cliff, he catches a kick and he throws Bruce Lee into the side of a car, breaking both uh, car doors, denting them beyond repair. And it's just like that, that little instance of, again reality meaning fantasy fantasy being cliff booth who doesn't exist and brett and bruce lee being the reality but also being the fantasy of bruce lee all of that is such a hard thing to do and in, in making an interesting mixture of characters and reality and story um the way it is played off in this movie it is just again something i've not seen for a while I know *Inglorious Bastards* try to do this by changing the history of what happened with Hitler and stuff like that. But this is a completely different thing. This is, this is actually, I, I would consider, again, the closest thing to what we see as far as movie magic and, and, and the fantasy of movies and Hollywood. And it just does such a fantastic job. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, again, playing Rick Dalton, he's kind of like a has-been actor. Uh, you really did feel the pain. You really did feel him struggle. You felt him... I don't know. Like, I felt his pain. I felt his his decline in his... Um, I guess in, in his self-worthiness. Like, he felt, you felt bad for the guy. And you're also rooting for him, too. Because he's not a bad guy. He, he actually is a good guy. No one in this movie was a bad guy. It was kind of interesting how they did it. Like, you would think that somebody would be... Backstabbing somebody or whatever, but really, in reality, this movie was all just about about uh, as happy of ending you can get in a Quentin Tarantino movie. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, Of course, Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate deserves a lot of credit because Margot really makes you fall in love with her. Like you fall in love with Sharon Tate even more you get the way they portrayed her in this movie and and the kind of person that she is you know in the in the reality of the world you know what the actions are going to happen because you know what what's going to happen at the end of the movie so when you're liking her throughout the movie um you really you really are like dreading the end to come and and Tarantino really plays that up as far as the ending the impending doom of what's going to happen to Sharon Tate as as beautiful of a person she was and as beautiful as an actress she was and as beautiful as Margaret Robbie is it was like wow I definitely don't want to see you know um, the reality of what happened to her on, on, on on screen at all especially with all the things they showed and how lovely she was I'm like, man, I really don't want to see this. So that was interesting to me because it was like I knew what was going to happen. I I was waiting to see what was going to happen. And then what happened happened. And that's going to be the next part of my my uh my review here because it's interesting to me. And I do again want to I want to say again this is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen the movie, definitely do not listen to this last part, but if you have, listen to it and we'll want to talk about it. Um, At the end of the movie They they show You know The I guess that would be The the, the murderers getting ready to go Kill uh, Sharon Tate um, And um, Sent there by Charles Manson To do his bidding And What ends up happening Which is the Again fantasy part And also the most amazing part of it all To me at least was instead they go try to kill Rick Dalton and Cliff Booth instead, which is a huge mistake, because I had just stated earlier, Cliff Booth just beat up Bruce Lee. So you would imagine that Cliff Booth would not be someone to be reckoned with, and immediately these three um, Charles Manson um, murderers find out uh, how big of a mistake it was indeed to go and fight Cliff Booth, and that was the most amazing part of it all, because it's not the ending of what reality was. It was a fantasy ending, and it's an ending, I guess, that we all wish had happened, because we do wish that people or a person like Cliff Booth and maybe even Rick Dalton existed and could have stopped the tragedy of what happened in the reality. So this is really interesting, because they end up killing um, all of Charles Manson's killers in in a fantastical fantasy way. And um both Cliff Booth and Rick Dalton and um at the end of it all, uh Rick Dalton, who has been his whole career searching for acceptance in Hollywood and in his own mind as well, in his own being, and at the end, whenever it's all said and done, he's standing out there and he gets invited to Sharon Tate's house and they to go for drinks and he goes up there and meets them on they're big fans of his which which is the payoff for him and also the audience watching and it's a happy ending and at the very end of it and I was fine I was completely fine in the movie but it was when he shot when it when he when he put the text up where it said once upon a time in Hollywood as the ending credit that really got me it really I really got emotion on it and way more emotional than I was expecting because I hardly ever get emotional but it was a really interesting take because I was like, "Wow, this is not only a love letter to Hollywood, but really to like us, the fans." Because a lot of us use movies as an escape of reality, and then this movie, the movie literally is the escape of reality. We know the horrors of what happened with the Charles Manson murders and all that stuff, and what happened to Sharon Tate. We know that the reality of how terrible all that was and this movie and what Quentin Tarantino has done has given us a fantastical fantasy version of what we wish would have happened and 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 it's done in such a way to where you feel good not only for Rick Dalton's character but you feel good for that Sharon Tate in that universe in this version of it and it is absolutely beautiful now, I know I've always rated everything from 1 to 10. Um, I always say a movie will be between 1 and 10. But i got to say with a masterpiece like this, and I do use the word masterpiece because this is actually, I would say this is direction, writing, and in every every form of criticism, uh, I would say this is as perfect as, you could, as you're going to get. And even including the soundtrack and the actors they got and the performances they gave, even all the way down to like Bruce Dern, and all of the unusual people there, uh, Timothy Oliphant, Al Pacino, uh, Kurt Russell, uh, Luke Perry was there. Uh, Damian Lewis played Steve McQueen. Um, Emily Hirsch played uh, J Sebring. It, it, like every one of these guys, and I do want to mention Mike Mo, who played Bruce Lee, was beautiful. They did such a fantastic performance that I can't I can't number score this. All I can say is this is an instant an instant classic, an instant masterpiece, and another one done by Quentin Tarantino to just go with the rest of the ones that he's made for his whole career. I am dying to see if he's going to get to do his Star Trek, his rated R Star Trek, and if that happens, man, I'm so excited for that, because this is just absolutely uh, perfect direction, perfect movie. I'm very, very happy with it. Just absolutely unbelievable, and... uh, i definitely recommend it one thing like i said it is a long movie and it does feel long but if you want to see if i would say like if you're a a student of film or if you're somebody that wants to see how to make a movie or, or even even if you get your hands on the screenplay how to write a screenplay an over layering mini multi-faceted storyline that all goes to one point uh, this is this is the movie to film study and and really watch because, it's unbelievable and the acting, that the performances that we get, I literally could just go on, and on because it is so deep what Leo reached, in in portraying Rick Dalton. Like I said, I felt it, and um, and then Brad Pitt seems so effortless and that's the that's like the definition of acting, that. You know he's so cool, so cool, and you, and you worry about him so much because you like him so much, you like his character so much that you do get a little worried about what might happen to him. And in the end of it all, uh, they both stay on top and they both survive, which is unbelievable for having a happy ending in a Quentin Tarantino movie. That to me was the the highlight of the night. So that was so cool. So yeah, I mean, all in all, I would say I can't give it a number score. It, it does not deserve a number score. Um, this is an actual instant classic. This is probably, if not one of the best Quentin Tarantino movies. Again, this is probably one of the best that I've seen. Um, especially going from screenplay to a screen, it is just it is so it's hard to it's hard to believe that this is actually was made. I mean, really, it was. So yeah. You want to see a fantastic movie and just kind of just live back in 1969 Los Angeles and just kind of watch this amazing fantasy, comedy, drama, story unfold before your eyes and live in a way that you, you've imagined Hollywood being, I would definitely go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 100%. I would love to see it again. I'm planning on seeing it again. But as of uh, right now, um, seeing it this first time and experiencing it the way we did, me and my sister, uh, it was an absolute joy. So I can say from the bottom of my heart, Quentin Tarantino, you did a fantastic job. This is a beautiful movie, very very proud movie to get behind. I read afterwards, just kind of reading up on it, that it did get a standing ovation for seven minutes at, at the Cannes Movie Festival, and I think it deserves every bit of that. I would imagine that one of these guys, or both, would get... Um, best actor, uh, best supporting actor nominations for these performances because they are absolutely wonderful. I still can't believe that. I can't believe that's the movie we just watched. It was just unreal. And, you know, like I said, to change the ending and, and give us such a beautiful ending instead of the reality of what the world is, it was just a, such a treat. So I absolutely love that. So I'd like to know if you guys saw it. If you did see it, in the comments let me know what you guys thought um like i said i absolutely loved it and uh i definitely want to see it again other than that don't forget to follow me on facebook Corpus crazy joker facebook don't forget to follow me on instagram the real nerf joker on instagram and i really do appreciate all the listens and all the comments it really does help me out to making a better channel for you guys so if you ever have anything you want to say or anything you like for me to review or do please put it in the comments i always try to answer every comment if i can Other than that, thanks for riding the waves with J-Waves.